Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? All right, guys. Welcome to episode 13 of the Terribly Delinquent Swinging Flamingos. Woohoo! Surprisingly, we're back, and we are very late, and we will admit to that. Yes, we apologize, but we have good reason why we're late. Why don't you go ahead and share the reason why? Because someone is 40, 40, someone turned 40. Yep, Miss Flamingo hit the big 4-0, and in honor of the queen, we had her week of celebration, which really interrupted our recordings. I know we kept thinking we were going to record in the hotel, but between the party and the people over and... We were doing other things in the hotel shenanigans. rather than, than turning on a microphone. <laughs> it just didn't work out. So, in honor of your birthday week, let's talk about a couple of things that we've done for you this week. I've okay. done for you this week. Yes. Let's get that right. Mr. Flamingo spoiled me. Now, surprisingly, you did ask what I wanted for my 40th. Did I hit it? You did. And what was I, what did I say? 20, guys. No, 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 no. 10? No. Well, help me here. I'm, I'm, I'm I didn't imagining say, shit. I didn't say a bag of dicks, although I did have a friend try to send me a bag of dicks and it got denied. Yeah, Facebook locked <laughs> that shit down. <laughs> I actually asked for a massage, which is what I ask for all the time because yep. I'm a sucker for one. Couples massage. When she asks for that as a gift or a present, I'm usually down for it. Yeah. That's a, that's an easy one for me, though. So that was yesterday. How was your massage? It was really good. I always have the guy that rubs me, and you always get the girl that rubs you. And You kind of busted me when I was ordering your gift. You came out of the bedroom, and they'd asked me what our preference is, and I said, preferably... At least one guy and one girl, preferably at least one girl. She, she'll take a rub down from a girl. I would rather not be rubbed down by a guy, but I guess if necessity. I think you might like it, it, though. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I can. I guess I can see why you wouldn't want to. Well, Beca- well, why not? Because like that one girl, Helga, she hit that point on your neck and you had a little. Yeah, I got a little boner action from her and she, she looked like <laughs> Helga the Horrible. Oh, she did. She was, it was bad. She, it was a stereotypical. Big German woman that was yes. probably tested for performance enhancement drugs in the 80s Olympics, but she was good at working me down. Now, when, you, that, when you think masseuse, you think of what she looked like and sounded like and acted like. And the funny thing is, is that she would hit that nerve, that little pressure point on the back of his neck. And you could see, you could hear his little a body like move on the table like no you're saying you could hear as little i'm like where are you going with this <laughs> no, you could hear the bone from across the room yeah you'd be like on that bed moving up and you'd hear her <laughs> and then she'd, she'd rub it back down and then she'd go you'd hear <laughs> yes i don't know if i'd want a guy giving me that same <laughs> I stimulation i don't think they would do that to you though God, i don't know that'd be a little weird excuse me sir you give me a boner we quit touching there I'm curious. Any of our listeners get massages from guys? Let us know guy, how. Yeah, massages. Yeah, I would like to know. Do you prefer a guy or a girl, or do you have that problem? Like, do the guys are they gentle with you, or what kind of massage do they give you? I've never had a guy. We've had a couple, well, multiple women yeah. do the massages. So, no, I'm really curious. I wonder. So, re- listeners, reach out to us. Let us know if you're a guy 
Would you want a guy massaging you? And if you've had a guy massage you, or if you're a guy masseuse, tell us, do you have guy clients? I'm really interested in this now. That is. And I know it'd be non-sexual, but I still don't know if I could sit there through it and which, I mean, there was nothing sexual about mine. She was beating the hell out of me this past week. <laughs> so did you get felt up by your masseuse? Not this time. I did last time, though. And the other guy was all worried that I was going to freak out. You're like, no, no. If you knew what we I'm were like, into. I'm like, get in there. Get deep. My groin's really sore. Mm-hmm. You're spread eagle. Get in there, buddy. He's like, are you sure? You're like, yeah, get in there. <laughs> he did have my, my leg, like, up around his head all backwards. I was in a scorpion pose on the bed. Yeah, that was the masseuse lady that tried to put my leg behind my ear. Yeah, I was squeaking and making noise. You got mad at me at one point because I called her the whore of Satan. I'm like, you've got to stop this. <laughs> I was so like, look, I, I can't put my face down to my crotch. I might have tried in my younger days, but I guarantee I can't do it in my 50s. Yeah, so that was last time we got one. This time, you were really quiet, so I didn't enjoy it as much because I, I get a kick out of listening to your reactions (laughs) anyways okay so then the next thing we did for my birthday was something i love to do yes i told her i'd take her to a nice elegant fancy dinner and where did you choose medieval times 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 medieval times if you're not familiar with that it is basically jousting it's a renaissance a, a, a renaissance fair for dinner Oh, my God. It's so crazy. And we had a group of friends that went. We threw it out on Facebook yep. to a bunch of our lifestyle people and had a small group that showed up and hung out with us. Yep. And I, I didn't care if I was by myself or if we had 50 people. It was so fun. And, of course, they called my name out for the birthday deals. Of course. I wasn't going to let that go by without a good laugh. Yes. So. And then how did we finish the evening? We had a nice little hotel party. We had a hotel party that ended in some play. Yep. Well, we got kiss and tell, but it was a good evening. It was fun. Probably action. People saw me in the window, saw you in the window with her. Well, I was moving slow, and then you said, hey, you need to come over here and check out our view. And all four of us were in the corner, and it just kind of went from there. No, the reason it picked up so quick, I'm going to tell you, it was going really slow. And I went to the bathroom because we were drinking shots really heavy. And I hear, well, she's just taking it slow. I was like, oh. Yeah, the wife was sitting on my lap, and she said, we've got to get these two involved, because me and her were all kind of fooling around. We were just hanging out. I didn't know we were like. You and him were on the opposite sides of the room, literally. Because we were doing shots and hanging out, just chit-chatting, shooting the breeze. Give them a body shot. You've got to work on your flirting skills. I No, I admit, mine sucks. I know. Believe me, I know. Yeah. You're kind of hard to read. Yes, and I like it. Except when you're pissed, and then I know I'm in trouble. I like it. I'm an onion. I've got all these different layers. And I usually end up crying because of it. <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't going to say I get sweeter because I don't think the middle of an onion's sweet. <laughs> okay, but anyways, we had a lot of fun. Ended up in a good night. After they left, we took some dirty pictures and... Yep. God, we had a late one. Yeah, we went to bed about 3.30. I felt like ass this morning. Then we got went down and got some breakfast there at the hotel. Now, the hotel we were staying at, to get you up with current affairs, they had the big hurricane that hit Lake Charles, Louisiana. And come to find out, they transported a bunch of, and I hate to call them refugees because these poor people are without homes and belongings, but they basically loaded everybody on a bus and moved them to the same big hotel that we were at. So yeah, they were they in one a, wing of it. and week stay for free. Something. Which, oh, I, I, mean, can't, I can't imagine... That's it's kind of heartbreaking. Horrible, yes. We're like I said, we're from Oklahoma, and I think uh, we'll bring that up pretty frequently. But you know, tornadoes are big where we're from. And you know, you and I were talking this morning. Can you imagine if they showed up one day and said, "There's a big tornado coming. Grab what you can carry, get in a van, and we're leaving your home." You know, you're starting out with a suitcase and a dog and a kid, basically. Yeah. What do you take? I mean, it just oh, I can't imagine. I I felt so bad for them. So we've had some friends as well as a couple of my customers. Uh, 
Lake Charles is a big area of business for me, but we've had quite a few people affected down there. So our hearts and prayers go out with all of our friends in the lower Louisiana area. Yes, definitely. So let's get on to a little happier topic. Let's talk for a moment about our sponsor. Let's talk about altplayground.net. Exciting news. They actually have increased their members by sucking up. <laughs> they're going to love that. We're, we're going to, yeah, they're, they're, they just love hearing what we have to say about them. That's why you don't ever let me talk. No, I'd like to keep sponsorship if possible. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, get, get back to the sucking. All right. Alt Playground has officially sucked up or acquired. There you go. I like I like to have funny terms. There's, like, a, there's a reason you don't write children's books, and that's right? probably it. Okay. So, anyways, acquired. They have acquired both Love Voodoo and Swingers Underground sites. Now we were on Love Voodoo. Yeah, that was what I found. Love Voodoo is when we started researching Naughty New Orleans years ago. That was one of the big ones that was promoting it and. Was a really fun interface to use. It just we're not big on websites, so I did the free trial and let it let it yeah. flop. Now with those, there's going to be many many new people to connect with. Well, even on a weekly basis, when we're not when we're on there doing our posting or updates, I notice people in the Dallas area post you know, popping up more and more frequently. So it's starting to grow. Yeah, I think when it really takes off, it's going to be a very fun site. Oh yeah, and I mean that's just another example of how Alt Playground is changing the game. They're working hard to bring the ultimate lifestyle experience to life-minded people from across the country. Did you like that? I did. I did my little advertising. Mm -hmm. All you need is a jingle now. Oh, wait. I could come up with one. Nope. I can't do it. Not on the fly. But anyway, stop by and check us out at altplayground.net. One thing we're getting really active on is the big wall. Again, we like taking dirty pictures, and since most of the commercial platforms, such as social media, rather, such as Facebook and Instagram, are real bitches, it's just better to put it out on a pay site where we at least we know it's adults looking at it. Yeah, and we can be as dirty as we want. Dirty as we want to be. All right. Now, on our last podcast, we talked about some big news rolling out. Those of you that did not see my boobs on Twitter don't know what we're talking about, but we have new merchandise Swing Flamingo merchandise. Blah, 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 blah. We're getting legit. Yes. And you can check that out on fullswapshop.com. Now, let me stop you right there. We're both from Oklahoma. I grew up a little more country and rural than you did. But did you have Swap Shop when you were a kid? Do you remember that? Every Saturday morning on the radio. Did you listen to it? Yes. Did you buy anything off of it? No, I wasn't ever allowed to. <laughs> Same reason I don't let you watch a home QVC. Because sh- I'll come home and there'll be a bronze dinosaur in our living room. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? But anyway, if you're not from the South and don't know what Swap Shop was, back when we were a kid, they had a call-in radio program. So Saturday morning, this would come on and the local yokels would be like, uh, yeah, I got a 79 LTD for sale behind my barn. It doesn't have an engine or transmission, but uh, it ran really good when it was parked. Or the yard sale groups. Uh, yeah, I got a yard sale going on. We got kids clothing from uh, Petite up to Husky. We've also got some chickens for sale. This isn't it. So it, it's not Swap Shop. This is Full Swap Shop, which we partnered with a bunch of our podcast friends, such as Crazy Truths, The Front Porch Swingers, Naked Relationship, and Kinky Frame of Mind. Now, we did run into him at a pool party. Yep, Mr. Don Juan was there and got to finally... Touch base with him a little bit. Again, we've partnered with these guys. We're all doing our merchandising for our show. One thing about our show, we didn't want to do a bunch of sales pitches. Just we've got some cool merchandise coming out. 
a couple different logos. Some of them are nondescript. So if you yes. don't want to be blasting Swinging Flamingos podcast, hey, we've just got a pretty cool one of a flamingo in a swing. Yep. And that way you can wear it around whoever and no one knows unless they're clever. But here in the near future, we're going to be looking at doing some giveaways and a couple contests. So if you haven't seen it yet, please check out fullswapshop.com. Yes, we're super excited. Go buy our merchandise. Spend some money. Now, as many of you know, we listen to podcasts just like you guys, and we have a few that we listen to. So um, I was listening to one, and it comes up on the screen is Mr. Flamingo's ass. My ass. Is famous now. I wouldn't go quite famous, maybe world-renowned. <laughs> famous is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> so anyway, our friends at Nerds Who Swing do a promotion where if you send in a picture of, the, of yourself and they think it's sexy enough, they use it as cover art. So I'd say even two months ago, I sent in a picture of us, pretty sexy picture of us, illuminated by red light, kind of got us standing up making out. Anyway, they used it on their podcast. So I've been telling everybody that we are now on the Nerds Who Swing podcast, not physically on the show. We're just the cover art. We're just physically there. Yeah. So anyway, this is episode 101. They called it the Grinch, but I hereby dub it Mr. Flamingo's ass episode. So if you're into listening to any other podcast, check out the Nerds Who Swing episode 101 and you can be amazed by my ass. You can make Christmas cards of it and send it to friends actually. Yep. Yep. You're sitting throw, going, throw our, stretch. throw our logo on there also. We'll do some cards and. Well, they were good enough to get the laugh out of it. So we're, we're flattered to be on there. Yeah, it was fun. So back to our hotel stay for a minute. We weren't playing or drinking or the other extracurricular activities we were doing. Did you notice what was on pay-per-view there at the hotel? Oh, yeah. With the advertisement for it? Heck, yeah. I was curling my hair, and I turned around, and I saw the swing of things. So if you have not seen this movie yet, I would just skip it. <laughs> we're going to give you a quick review, even though this is something that we promised we would not be doing, but this is swinger-related. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Uh <laughs> I thought it was terrible for starters. Let me give you the quick synopsis of the movie. Basically, a couple was on their honeymoon and got detoured to Hito Resort. So they are kind of going through the motions of suddenly being thrown into an unfamiliar scenario of a swinger resort, which yeah. the, the previews of it looked real good that everybody's posted on Facebook. I was excited to see it, and we finally found a copy of it. And, oh, my Lord. I, oh, it's just like all the other portrayals of... Swingers, I don't agree with the way media does it. Well, I think the first hint that it was going to be a crappy movie is John Lovitz was in it. I don't think outside of Saturday night he's ever done anything of any quality. <laughs> so when we've seen him in the previews, that should have been a skip this. All right, all right. Let's skip ahead. Now let's talk about how did they portray the swingers on here? What's got us fired up? God, there's all sorts of things. But one uh, instance, we were out with a couple and kind of talking about how shitty the movie was. They asked if we'd seen it. One thing that kind of offended them is a lot of the swinging, per se, was done by the older crowd, mid-50s, early 60s couples, you know, grand yeah. grandparents' age, which is not a fair portrayal of the cross-cut section of the swingers that we see. No. I mean, we see them from anywhere from 21-year-olds all the way all the way up. We've seen 70s lately so, yeah. and still rocking it. Oh, and another one. To me, this was a knockoff of, I don't know if you remember the show, but it was HBO's Real Sex, and they had have the swinger section. Mm -hmm. But in this, there was the orgasm class. I, that's a knockoff of H the HBO Real Sex show. So do a quick overview of the female orgasm class. Well, basically... They're in a class learning how to please each other. And at the very end, this girl squirts everywhere. Yes. And it was an older, like 60s hippie looking woman. Yeah. Like I said, the HBO real world deal, they're all sitting in a circle 
learning how to do weird stuff like that. The whole movie was odd. We were very anxious. We're thinking, hey, this is something that relates to who we are and what we do. But it just basically felt like some prepubescent kids found stereotypical sex found, jokes. Found a swinger site and thought they would write up a script of it. There I mean, the th- dolphins. Nothing. Oh my God, there were so many off color. Not even funny jokes. Uh, there were some dolphins that were fucking people. Uh, there were a couple birds having sex that jizzed on some people. Yeah, there was, it was the well hung Jamaican dude that had no lines but was everywhere. There was the resort. No, I do see I do see naked guys walking around all the time places. Just the point that this one was yes. thrown in at odd points. It's like, okay, is this going to be a character or are we just you know showing they, showing his schlong in the speedos? The bad thing is the whole they could have made it funny. They could have made it either funny or sexual. Like they could have gone either way, and it just was a flop. Yeah, that was us when we turned it off and we we're kind of looking at each other. We said, man, it could have been a semi-sexy, you know, yeah. good plot. Or it could have been funny with some actual well-thought-out humor. But It was a blah, blah. Uh, the only thing that we kind of took away from it that we thought was a little bit accurate is the only people that were swinging were the grandparents. The bride and groom's uh, parents ended up swinging together. Yeah. And the reason they did is they were kind of like, you know, we, we've come to the point where we want to do what we want to. You know, we're a little bit stale on our marriage. We think this can re- jumpstart things. So there was a little bit of truth to that. Yeah, we do see a lot of people getting into the lifestyle for that reason. So I guess on a Rotten Tomatoes scale of 0 to 100, where would you rate this? Yeah, 1. 1, yeah. I wouldn't even say watch it if you're bored. It was just not a good portrayal of what we do or anything we would want to go have to sit through again. Yeah, I agree. While we're on that topic, why don't we touch base a little bit more on how the media portrays what we do and who we are? Horribly. That's what I'm, I'm it's ridiculous. We've struck a nerve with you today, haven't we? Yes. Well, give us some examples. What you watch a lot of TV, not so much movies, but do you see any of this represented on TV in the programs you watch? Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, I can go through a long, long list because as many of our followers know, I grew up kind of secretively watching a lot of sex shows because, you know, I come from the religious background and that was a no-no. When they tell me no, I'm going to do it. I'm just saying. Hey, baby. Nope, nope. Don't rub my, pe- don't rub my penis while we're recording. <laughs> Here you let, go. Me, let me stick my toes over no, there. Go ahead. Okay. So anyways, I've got a long list I could talk about from, like I just mentioned, the HBO Real Sex shows to uh, Fifty Shades. But just for fun, we're going to talk about Lifetime Channel because this one ticks me off more than any other show. One of them that you watched with me, I made you watch, was Swinging in the Suburbs. And just as all their shows, it's a young couple. They move into a new neighborhood. They meet the neighbors. The neighbors invite them to a secret party. And so it's a key party. And then one of the partners... Usually the the swinging husband gets obsessed with the new neighbored wife and they uh, have jealousy. There's they're stalking them, all this craziness. And like this one ended up in a murder. He murdered the new couple's husband, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, that's how all the Lifetime shows are. And I have yet I have met a stalker. A couple of them. We've had some. Yeah, we'll save that story for a long episode. Yeah. But I haven't met anyone that's, I don't know. I I haven't had to murder any (laughs) newbies' husbands so I could have the wife. Exactly. I feel like like I'm letting down the media. (laughs) I don't know. Just the way they portray it is so ridiculous. And I know it's for TV, but the fact that people believe that swingers are like this really bothers me. Well, some are possessive, but we haven't known any that to have murder anybody else. Yeah. And we do know that people 
have d- caused divorces Develop and they've the, developed, yes, the developed and feelings. Ruined marriages. Yes. Yes. That is real life there, but not quite as extreme as the one you were watching. Needless to say. No. Wow. <laughs> I hope we don't run into a couple like that. Oh God. Which one of us is going to get murdered? They'll murder me to have you. No, I don't think so. You don't I, think so? Cause I'm apparently the slow one. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch doesn't put out. Let's go. Let's go find somebody else to murder. Mr. Flamingo's quick to get into bed. This flamingo is funny, but not quite quick. <laughs> now, one of the things I do want to just kind of touch base again on the HBO real sex swingers. Mm-hmm. Like every time they're always in the middle of nowhere. They're all in some like they go into this house and they don't know anyone. They have to strip, get naked, and they're all sitting on pillows in a circle. It's either a hippie love fest yes. or an eyes wide shut. Yes, it's one or the other. It's very weird. And you know, to me, do you think that scares newbies off? And they're thinking, God, these swingers. It would have scared the hell out of us. Well, the newbies we talked to, they said, So are these parties like one big orgy? It's like no. Yes, and I it's because of real sex, because that was in the nineties when everyone watched it at our age. <laughs> You're a little perv. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I, I used to watch a lot of TV at night. <laughs> well, I told you the one dripper that me and wife number one played with was on there and was a dom. Yeah. We're like, oh, my God, we know her. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of them I remember that caught my interest when I was right out of high school and still impressionable was a movie called Exit to Eden. And basically the gist of this movie is a younger photographer was taking pictures of something and caught either a murder or a diamond heist in the background. And he goes to a Hedo kink type resort and the mobsters are following him to Hedo. And anyway, the downside of it in this movie that the cops that were chasing the thugs that were going to Hedo to get the guy were basically Rosie O'Donnell and Dan Aykroyd. So uh, basically what I remember them is uh, them running around in leather and latex outfits looking like tools. But the the sexual part of it was good, which is I wish what the swing of things would have done. But the sexual part of it, uh, the guy was going to a dom, which was Dana Delaney, which at the time is uh, hell, she's very still a very sexy woman. This guy had repressed issues from being spanked by the nuns in Catholic school and was kind of trying to work through his issues of uh, bondage and spanking as an adult, which he kind of ended up being into. But the sex scenes and, you know, the sexual stuff in it was pretty erotic. But then again, it had Dan Aykroyd and Rosie O'Donnell running around in black leather, which was goofy as fuck. That's another one of my pet peeves is how the media says that the swingers are all latex doms or submissives. And that's the kink world. It's not necessarily swingers, even though they do cross a little bit. But, I mean, I do have some leather outfits, but I am not going to wear them to a swingers club. Well, we know, well, some, we know some kinksters and some <laughs> professional doms, yes. so we may need to ask them. I know our friend uh, Marcus from House of Marcus. He's big into the leather scene, yeah, the- which goes both um, straight and gay. And he, he may have some insight on that if we ever get around to talking to him. Yeah, I think there is a difference. But in the media, they try to say it's that's how everyone is, whips and chains. I can't say the last swinger party we were at, we saw a lot of... Leather and whips and chains. We did see whips at the last pool party. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll cover that. We'll cover that. Scratch that one. Yeah, no, we'll cover that next episode. (laughs) We've got a lot to talk about in our next episode. Oh, yeah. Now, just a quick one that we are going to touch on a little bit later, but the bad side of this show, and this was actually on like TLC or FX or something crazy, was it's called Extreme Love. And when they say extreme, they mean extreme. So when they give extreme swingers, whoa. Well, this was also kind of a made for TV version of real sex, right? Yeah. Well, let's but, let's talk about some of the low lights of uh, extreme love that we've seen. What were some of them that really caught you? I know the one for me, being a car guy, 
they had the person that liked to make love to cars and airplanes, which, man, I love my hot rods. But if you find me out there rubbing my nuts against them, I would go ahead and check me into therapy. <laughs> we don't kink shame, but... Some you that, just did. I, I know I did. I know I did. I, I'm talking out both sides of my mouth, but that's a little fucking weird. Well, they have the real doll people, which is kind of odd. Be, and, and it's not because they're having sex with the dolls because, you know, do your thing. But they would like have them around the house. They would take the dolls to do dinner with their family. I thought that was a little weird because I'm not bringing my vibrator out to have dinner. You name it and put it a seat at the table. Yes. This is Buzz. He's going to be joining us for dinner. <laughs> if he starts making noise, don't pay any attention to him. He does that. Yeah. That was a little too much for me. But Can I interrupt you with a real doll? <laughs> you know my favorite routine? My <laughs> favorite comedy routine? Yes. And I, I bust out laughing about it. I was listening to one of my comedians on XM, and he was talking about having a love affair with a real doll. And he said, that's great until you find a real woman and have to get rid of the real doll. He's like, how the hell do you dispose of a real doll? Anyway, in his routine, he was talking about cutting it up into pieces, and he said it looks like a mob hit, dropping the different pieces off around town. The part he said, though, is he's like, you can't get rid of the head. That still holds sentimental value. He said you don't want some homeless guy finding the head of your real doll and defiling it, so you're keeping it. You know, and they're doing DNA tracking and swabbing on your doll. Oh, <laughs> that's gross. They got the black light on. This motherfucker is glowing in the dark. There's not a spot on this that doesn't have DNA. Yeah. Okay. So we're not judging you if you have a real doll you're banging. Go No, no. Bang that motherfucker till you're content. It's very interesting. That's why I like the Extreme Love show. Because it's interesting. But I don't like the way it portrays the swingers still. Now, one of the swinger episodes that I made you watch several times, just because mainly because I knew you would love it. I'm getting worried here. Where are you going with this? Was the clown swingers. Oh, God. I'm scared of clowns anyway. I know. It's so fun. I'll bust a clown in the head even if she's hot. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell your story. Well, it was kind of like Furbies, but they were furries. Furbies. Furries? Furries. Furries. I think it's furries. I'll research it. <laughs> Why did I say Furbies? But it's kind of like the furries. And they dress up as clowns and they're all swingers and they have this open relationship and stuff. I, I, I thought it was interesting, but I know... Freaked you out. I like the weird stuff. I really do. I'm all into it. Nope. No clowns for me. I've watched it since I was a kid, and it still screws with my head. So to me, that's the thing that kind of irritates me. That one, I think, was a poly couple that lived in a van as clowns and drove around looking for other poly people that were clowns. Just teach their own. It just, I didn't think stuff like that when we start seeing it. And I'm sure our poly friends would probably say the same. That's not a good representation as a of whole, our as a whole. Yeah. Of their poly. Yeah. Cause you know, that you always have certain people do certain things, but as a whole, you know, you want a good representative of your, your open-minded community. Now let's switch up. Let's talk about some good betrayals. We've in ranted the media. enough. So let, yeah, let's talk about some good stuff. One of the shows that I always talk about was one of the first ones that I made you watch. I make you watch it. Yes, you did. Swingtown. This is based in the 1970s, and it's about sexual freedom and open marriage, and they do have key parties. I thought that was an urban legend. Yeah, it is. So back to Swingtown. Let's talk about what drew you into it and what you see is good out of the program, which I know a lot of people we've talked to when they have asked us how we got into it. That was one of our early formations of the ideas we had, so... And other people have thought the same. So what was good about it to you? 
Well, I liked that the it was op- open sexual freedom, I guess. You know, it wasn't pushy. They were very consent. It wasn't like my lifetime shows where they're stalking or anything like that. It was only do what you what you're able or what you want, you know, not pushy. Well, from what I remember, the main swinging couple that was the you know established ones, they kept were bringing people into it and kind of seemed like they had their shit together. And then there was another couple that was new to the neighborhood that got invited <laughs> mm-hmm. that one, you know, she kind of fell into it. And then he was having, he was working in the city, was busting into Chicago or something and was having affairs on the side. And there was those internal issues that we see a lot of people working, th- still see people working through. Yep. Like I always say, you got to have your foundation in check because it's going to show cracks if not. Well, recently after we went to Naughty New Orleans, uh, CNN with Lisa Ling yep, that's did an expose over Naughty New Orleans. To us, that represented our version of swinging or our version of the lifestyle. Again, everybody's got their own views of it. Uh, if, if yours is different than ours, hey, rock that shit out. But to us, you know, when we watched the naughty New Orleans special that was kind of a good cross cut because it talked to different people that had different views they talked to an elderly couple that just happened to roll into it which come to find out we actually met at the nude resort yeah we've known them for a few years yeah. and we said <laughs> yes yeah, so we all look familiar and they turned around and they said do we look familiar from this angle and we said we don't get it and they said did you watch the lisa ling they said we're the couple that they interviewed and all it showed was the back of our heads yeah their but, first time there but like i said the people they talked to at naughty New Orleans to us was a good cross cut of of what's good about the lifestyle. They were professional. They were different socioeconomic classifications. Again, it, was, it wasn't it was clown sex and it wasn't eyes wide shut. There was a good mix of people in wasn't the middle. It wasn't a bunch of older people that were running around having orgasms and It, it wasn't your grandmother's grandmother. Yeah, it was a, a good It was a good demographic. Representation, yes. So let's go back to one other one that we had seen since we actually got to know them and going back to Extreme Love. Our friends from the Front Porch Swingers were on that episode before we actually got to be friends with them. The same episode was the clown sex episode. So for them to go from that to the Front Porch Swingers, which they basically do the hot wifing, and we really liked their segment on that because, you know, he was setting up a date for her and, you know, going through the process of how that works and what they expect and what's expected from the male. And then come to find out the male got cold feet and didn't even show up, which yeah. sometimes the dates we have scheduled, that's a very realistic, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's not, Hey, we're going to go fuck. And then there's a big orgy. Sometimes there's up, sometimes there's down. Sometimes you have a great session. Yeah, exactly. I thought, I thought that one was really good. And I, I liked, I, I hate to say, it, I feel bad that they didn't get a hookup, but I liked that it showed they didn't. I don't think they're missing out on much. If you listen no. to their show, I know they, they've got their, they've, they've got, got a lot of, their bads. a lot of good going on, yeah. but I just like that it showed that there actually is people that don't, the follow through doesn't happen every time. It's not as easy and common as some people might think. No. You do have to put work into it. And you're not out here just banging whoever, you know, people have certain things they're looking for, certain standards. And another show that I, this is going to be kind of odd because it's really not a swingers, but I like to watch Big Love and Sister Wives, which they're poly-based. Kind of, kind of the Mormon shows, aren't they? Yes. More religious and multiple wives and everything. So it's not swinging, but it is yeah. consensual non-monogamy or open marriages. But the thing I really like about them is that they show how, as humans, we struggle with seeing our partner with someone else. The ups and downs of jealousy in a relationship. They don't talk about sex. They do. They just say, we don't We don't talk about it. Who's your Vegas guy? Which one's that? Sister wives? Sister wives. And he has, what, five wives? Yes. Four, five? Yes. 
the sex would be something I'd want to know about. So for them to take a different route, even, even the media, you know, the media is yeah, not they, going, okay, here's their crazy sex life. They're always quizzing them though. And they're just like, we don't talk about it. And I like that because like, we don't talk about our sex. I mean, we don't, we do, but we don't. The people that were at our hotel room last night were like, damn, we're missing out. Go no, ahead. but Go you, you anyway, know no what I'm tell, saying. Yeah, what you're saying. yeah well, it's, it's, it's not the, you know, this show for us isn't the primary, that's not the primary focus on it. And we've had some that love it and some that hate it. You know, some that are like, we want to hear these sexy stories. Well, Go might, to Pornhub. Yeah. Or, you know, penthouse forum or whatever. You know, whenever I listen to a podcast, if it starts, you know, just, oh, I was licking this girl's pussy and we're doing this and we're doing that. Unless there's some major point to the story, unless I'm involved in it and they're acting out, I don't care about it. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd rather hear people's stories. So kind of back to the podcast thing, there's a podcast for every listening yeah. style. I find different sexualities fascinating. And I think that's why I like the Extreme Love Show, even though we're there. I love knowing all about the different sexual openness. Since we've been in the lifestyle or swinging community, we've, we find ourselves being much more intrigued by different people's dynamics. I know the couple poly people we've met, we just, first ones we met, we said, we got a lot of questions for you. And I said, if, if any of them come off as offensive, please don't take it that way. It's just, I want to be educated. And luckily all of our poly thruplets that we've known are very open books. And again, they give us their view of what poly means to them. And that's what, if I ran into the clown swingers, I would run. Oh, go ahead. You would run. <laughs> I would here, be, bitch. <laughs> I would be there for hours. Like, let's talk about this. I kind of want to know what's going on. Like, I love it. I love the open-mindedness. Like I am, I love sex stuff. I'm all about it. I can see that. <laughs> now, we all know that the media portrays swingers as gangbangs, orgies. Uh, there's betrayals, cheating, jealousy, murder. 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 Clowns. <laughs> Stalking. And answers to damaged marriages. That happens a lot too. You know, so let's look at how we actually portray ourselves. Now, I know the media portrays swingers as gangbangs, orgies, betrayals, cheating, murders, clowns, stalking, (laughs) jealousy, you know, answers to damaged marriages. Which some of that's real life. Yep. So let's look at how we actually portray ourselves as swingers. You know, what are we putting out there? Are you classy or are you trashy? Now, we're going to be careful here because we're not looking to insult anybody. We're not trying to ruffle any feathers. When we say trashy, we're not... People get so mad about that. Yeah, we're not talking about your income, where you live, what you live in, what you drive, what you wear. I think to us, that would just kind of be how you put yourself out in the world. When you walk into a room, what's somebody's first opinion of you? Yeah, exactly. Are you a low-key swinger or are you a showy swinger? And not even what people think about you because opinions are like assholes. Everybody has them and some stink more than others. But how do you act would probably be a better example of where we're going with this. And how do you act? And it's different to act in a swingers club or at a hotel takeover. You know, but if it's not a hotel takeover, how are you acting when there's vanillas, when there's kids around, other adults? How do you act as a swinger? Yeah, to us, that's one thing that we that we do judge people on is can you function as a swinger in a vanilla environment? Our party that went with us to medieval times, we had a small group of swinger friends. Uh, we had a couple couples we were pursuing. We had a husband that was out on a unknowingly out on a date with his girlfriend while his wife was out on another date. There was no nothing obscene about this group. Yeah. And when we threw this out on our Facebook, you know, we have five hundred friends. We know. These people, for the most part, some of them we may not want to hang out with in public. So when I threw out a public invite, you know, my first thought is like, oh, shit, who's going to show up to this? And will we be embarrassed by them? And Mm -hmm. I I hate to say that about people we know, but, hey, that's the truth sometimes. There are certain cliques and circles. 
in well, the metro that we will and will not run with just based on how they act. I cannot put my job at risk or our reputation with family and the people that know us in the community based on someone else's actions. I don't want to be known for tearing up a door at a hotel or peeing on the wall or ha- having a bowel movement all over the hotel. I mean, we've heard it all. Some of the horror stories we've yes. heard are just horrendous. You know, being naked in a vanilla setting where there's kids is, you know, you have your sexual freedom. That's fine. But to us, it's 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 embarrassing. Yeah, we want swinging to be socially accepted. And again, the media can run with this because for the most part, a, a segment of our community acts like dipshits. Yeah. So like I say, when you're a swinger and I, I make the best example, there'll be some that go to Luby's on a Sunday morning after being at a swinger party all night. And they literally walk in and say, Hey, we're the swingers. We eat ass. Hide your kids. I'm being judgmental there and I'm throwing that out. But the, the family that's in there having their Sunday morning breakfast deserves the same respect that anybody else does. So don't push it in their faces. Yeah, don't, don't force it in the public's face. It, it's just not right. The, the, to us, the swingers that need to identify as swingers and be out there like that are the ones we kind of... We stay clear from those. Yeah, yeah those... You know, if, if I can take you out to dinner with my boss or run into you at a bar and having dinner with my boss and you can sit there and chat with him about sports or anything like that and when you walk away, he said, man, that was a nice couple. We're like, yeah, that's our kind of people. Yeah. And boy, it, it sounds terribly judgmental. Again, there's no rules in the lifestyle. There's room for everybody, but there's some of them that when we see their posts on Facebook, you know, they, they destroyed a hotel room. They crapped in the hallway at a takeover or in the pool at a takeover or and they all think it's funny it's they're they're out at a vanilla event with a shirt that says i eat ass hey that's you know nothing wrong with eating ass but man what image are you putting out there yeah isn't an image that's giving media reason to look down on our lifestyle as a whole that's what you need to look at that's one thing that's kind of bothered us on some of the media events i know a couple years ago they did one in naughty new orleans prior to the lisa ling one and some of the people they picked were quality and some were pretty sketchy. And, you know, when they put it out on the World Wide Web, you know, it, it did go global. And some of the comments were like, oh, my God, these are these are swingers. And that yeah. was like I said, when, we, when I first came into this, you know, I, I had the misconception of what swingers were. And when I went to church, I'm like, hey, this whole pew of uh, younger, attractive professionals are swingers. It kind of changed my, my tune on what we were getting into. Well, baby doll, this was supposed to be a short episode. We kind of got on our soapboxes on a couple things, and I hope we didn't kink shame or come off as too judgy. Oh, no, no, we 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 love everyone's kink. I just like to poke at Mister Flamingo because he's scared of clowns. <laughs> Good thing Halloween's not coming up, and I don't have to deal with any of that. Uh, My yeah. God! So I hope to see a bunch of clown costumes this year in Halloween. You hope to not see me then, because I'm going to be gone. <laughs> so finish this out here. What what's what's our takeaway of this episode? Well, for me, I would say I wish the media would put out there that swingers are a sexy, positive lifestyle, that we're open-minded and a good community. You know, we're just non-monogamous and we are about consent. We have close friendships and like I said, open-mindedness and that we don't always have a stalker and end up in murder. (laughs) Let's hope not. Well, all right, guys, unless I get murdered by some stalking clown that's wanting Miss Flamingo as his own, we will see you next episode. We got a lot coming up. Again, this was supposed to be our short episode. We got on our soapbox as usual, but we got a lot of fun stuff coming up in the next episode. Yeah, it's going to be a long one, I think. Good one. Belated happy birthday to Miss Flamingo. Ta-da. Thank you. Thank you. You're, Finally 40. Yep. Almost to your AARP discount. <laughs> all right, everyone. See you next time. Let's go Flamingo.
you for listening to the Swinging Flamingo podcast. You can find us on our website at www.swingingflamingos.com. You can also check out our community page on altplayground.net. And we are on all major podcast platforms, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you'd like Miss Flamingo's personal number, you can reach her at nope, 944. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope. I got a new one, but don't give it out. All right. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Did you just bark? <laughs> I was like, what, what were you fixing to say? <laughs> he went, meh. <laughs>